truth. 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 Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How are you doing? This is Samuel Tolley, and today's topic on trusting the truth is child sex trafficking. Now, most Americans probably don't think a whole lot about child sex trafficking because our media doesn't talk about it. They don't talk about it just like they don't talk about abortion and other things. But it begs the question, and the question is why? It begs the question of why we don't talk about things that are really affecting this country. For example, we don't talk about why haven't we heard of Jeffrey Epstein's client list yet? This guy that was an acknowledged pedophile who was in jail in New York, supposedly uh, under 24-hour-a-day surveillance by two guards and camera in his cell, and yet they say he committed suicide, that the camera wasn't working and the guards fell asleep. Now, we need to ask the question, why? Or how was that possible? But the media, who is supposed to be the referee in charge of everything, doesn't ask that question. And why does Hollywood not want us to see Sound of Freedom? Uh, they're saying all kinds of things. They're, they're promoting it. It's a quaint QAnon conspiracy or some kind of a, a brain warm uh, <clears throat> heroic movie for men. Uh, at any rate, they're 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 denigrating a movie that does not talk about any political persuasion. It is purely talking about children being sexually exploited. But Hollywood doesn't want to talk about it. A movie that I understand was created by Fox, but then Fox, that area was bought by Disney, and Disney sat on the movie for five years, would not release it. Then the movie was purchased by Angel Studios, who just released the movie, and they released this movie um, with, at the same time, Indiana Jones uh, was released. And Indiana Jones didn't do well in the box office when it was given all this money and all this promotion and everything. But um, Sound of Freedom did, and it's still doing well in the box office, and it's still being denigrated by Hollywood. And we should, and we should have the question, why? Why is Hollywood denigrating a movie that um, isn't talking about anything but child exploitation? And another thing that we're going to talk about today is the fact, why did the government, the Department of Justice, remove child sex trafficking information from its website? Uh, <clears throat> during the Trump administration, they put up information about identifying child trek uh, trafficking and how to protect children and what to look out for. But for some reason, 
the Biden administration or the Justice Department under the Biden administration removed this information and they removed it without saying anything. And that begs the question again, why? Why would they do something like that? Who does that benefit? It doesn't benefit parents uh, that are concerned about their children and are looking for extra guidance on taking care of it. It doesn't benefit these people who came across the border and don't know what's going on. The only people that I can see it benefiting is those that are in the child trafficking. And I'm not saying that the administration or the Department of Adjustments Justice is openly advocating this. I'm just saying, who does it benefit by not giving the American public this information? And another thing many of the American public do not know is the fact that <clears throat> of these 7 million people that crossed the border during the Biden administration, when we say 7 million people, I'm talking about people that they know have crossed the border, not who knows how many other people have? 85,000 unaccompanied children from that time period are missing in the United States. 85,000, not 8,500, not eight. I mean, 85,000 children that the government knows about or knew were here. I'm going to show you a short uh, news clip on this before we get into it more. Take a look at this. And tonight, lawmakers urging the Biden administration to provide explanations for the disappearance of 85,000 migrant children. Representative Juan Siscomani has written a letter to the administration raising concerns about unaccompanied migrant children being handed over to adults and then failing to keep track of them. News for Tucson's Gabrielle Paris is live outside the congressman's office tonight with more on what they're asking for. Gabrielle. Whistleblowers are revealing that the Biden administration is releasing young migrant children into the arms of adult supervisors who have not been properly vetted with a background check. And that's coming from Representative Juan Siscomani. Now we have 85,000 missing unaccompanied minors. All of those young children were processed through the port of entry here in the U.S., but now there are no sign of them anywhere. These are the minors that are sent up by their parents uh, with a last-ditch hope that they can make it to the land of opportunity and have a better shot at life. Now lawmakers are calling on the Biden administration to reveal how many minors were allowed into the country and were turned over to adult sponsors who weren't vetted properly. Representative Siskamani says the House has ways to hold the Biden administration accountable. Uh, we have the power of the purse. I'm in the Appropriations Committee, and we're going we're gonna to use any pressure point here with the administration that is necessary to get their attention. Siskamani says these young children are being forced into sex, slavery, and child labor rings. In his letter, he calls out Health and Human Secretary Javier Basara and Homeland Security of Secretary Services Alejandro Bajorquez, accusing them of not doing anything to help find these young missing children. We want to continue to uh, drive resources to the border. We're going to do that. And they're going to come with accountability factors as well. Secretary Mayorkas and Secretary Becerra need to answer the questions that I asked them on these letters. Where are these kids? What are we doing about it? What are we doing with the ones that are coming in now? 
We reached out to multiple Democratic lawmakers and still haven't heard anything back. Now, next Thursday, Title 42 is set to expire. So shelters here in southern Arizona are preparing for an influx of migrants to come across the border. Reporting live from Midtown, Gabrielle Parrish, News 4 Tucson. Now, this is amazing. You know, I'm, I'm one that believed that we should have secured the border. I think many people that didn't necessarily believe that we should have probably now because of the 7 million or plus more people, every person that comes across this border is either a going to take a job that an American should have, or B is going to be a ward of the state or the federal government, which is going to consume taxes that would take care of Americans. That's a given. So that's a problem in and of itself. But the idea that 85,000 children, children that there's no way in the world these children are coming over here by themselves without being instructed or driven over here or whatever. To be missing, to be unaccounted for is unconscionable. I mean, this is just horrible and sick. And it is probably, like I said, these, these kids are probably ending up in sex slavery or working illegally. You know, we talk about people in China being in, in uh, servitude and slavery, but right here in the United States, things are going on and the mass media doesn't talk about it. So let's look at a couple of articles concerning this situation. Okay, here's an article. Um, the DOJ quietly removed sex trafficking information from its website. This is this is what I was talking about. This article was dated July the 14th, 2023. Um, let's, let's go through it. Uh, it says the Department of Justice has quietly taken down a series of sections from its website related to both domestic and international child sex trafficking, including a portion that offers information about U.S. minors being recruited and exploited into the commercial sex industry. According to an archived version of the website, and I have that version which I'm planning on showing, a little shortly, <clears throat> the agency previously provided detailed information about international sex trafficking of minors, domestic sex trafficking of minors, and children, or excuse me, child victims of prostitution. The updated version of the web page completely erased all three sections, which were added during the President Trump's tenure on May 28, 2020, to counsel Americans about tactics that are being used by pimps and human traffickers targeting vulnerable children and luring them into prostitution and other forms of sexual exploitation using psychological manipulations. Now, you know, I'm a very political person. Anyone that knows me know that I, I have my positions, but I, I just don't even see how this should be political. I, I just don't see how the care of our children 
should even fall in this line. That's why I don't even understand why many people on the left support this transgenderism stuff, support this uh, taking children, young kids, and, and mutilating their bodies, which will never be brought back, as I said in previous videos. I mean, you, you take a boy and you convert his penis into some artificial vagina, that thing is not, you cannot reconstitute it no more than if you ruin the vagina of a little girl or give her a double mastectomy because she has some kind of weird idea that she's a boy. Once they're gone, they're gone. And as adults and responsible adults and parents, we are supposed to take care of our children. Let's continue with the article. In the top section under child sex trafficking, which is still in the updated version of the website, the DOJ also erased the following paragraph. After cultivating a relationship with the child and engendering a false sense of trust, the trafficker will begin engaging the child in prostitution and use physical, emotional, and psychological abuse to keep the child trapped in a life of prostitution. It is common for traffickers to isolate victims by moving them far away from friends and family, altering their physical appearance, and continuously moving them to new locations. Victims are heavily conditioned to remain loyal to the trafficker and to distrust law enforcement. I, I mean, this is... This is wild. Right here in the United States, the new version shows at the bottom of the website that the DOJ updated it in mid-May, roughly three years after the Trump administration added additional information highlighting how child sex trafficking is a major issue in the United States. Did you know that child sex trafficking is a major issue in the United States? They're bringing children in to be sex slaves and they're taking children out of this country to be sex slaves. You would think that everybody would be on the same page regarding something like this. During his time in office, Mr. Trump made fighting human trafficking a key goal of his administration and often spoke publicly about the issue. He signed an executive order in January 2020, aimed to eliminate human trafficking and online child exploitation in the United States, which required resources to be directed into areas that would result in the prosecution of offenders, assist victims, and expand prevention education programs about the issue. See, I, I think we would want a lot of educational information because most people don't think about stuff like this. And since our news media isn't doing their job, a lot of us are uninformed. We don't, we, we don't know. We don't, wow, is this what's really going on in America? You know, we'll hear about some, somebody gets shot by the police or, or some gang violence or somebody get robbed or things of that nature. But thousands of kids being put in sex slavery or, or working slavery in the United States, 
They don't talk about that stuff. You know, in, during this movie, uh, when I watched Sound of Freedom, it actually said that there are more slaves in the world now than there were at any time in history. Can you imagine that? Let's continue. Response. While it is, while it is unclear what could have led to the website's revision, the vice president of the American think tank called the move typical of Democrat-led administrations. For some reason, people on the left get really uncomfortable and defensive talking about child exploitation, said Roger Severo, the Heritage Foundation's vice president of domestic policy. The Washington Examiner reported, Republican administrations direct more resources to child and human sex trafficking and the Democratic administration pull that back. Mr. Serino continued, they treat it almost as a distraction from some things they consider to be more important. Now, <clears throat> you know, I say this just about every video I make these days. I believe in the two-party system. I believe we need two parties because man is flawed and man needs a counterbalance to make sure he doesn't go off the deep end. But for some reason, in these last few years, the Democrat Party has slipped so far out of balance. It seems like more communists are in control. Why? I mean, this party, it promotes abortion, not only up to the moment of birth, but in some cases, they're talking about 28 days after. In California, there's a new law. In California, my home, home state, where anybody can give somebody an abortion and and if this baby born alive and dies, there's no autopsy. It's illegal to do an autopsy to find out how this baby died. So in essence, as horrible as it sounds, a woman could give birth and kill her kid. You know, instead of throwing it in a trash can like some people do, they could just let it lay there in the bed and die or whatever. And then they, they, the coroners cannot give an autopsy for a criminal um, examination. That is on the books in California right now. So they're, they're and like I said, it's, already, it's also made itself a sanctuary state for child or what they call gender affirming care. So if, if some parent, if one parent want to keep their child in their home state, but another parent want their child to have a sex change, that, that parent can take that child to California, even if the home state say, no, this other parent has custody, California will not recognize the custodial rights of the other state. And that parent can bring their child there and have them butchered. That's my word, not theirs. Mutilated. That's wrong. You, no child should be able to be mutilated. If you're 18 years old and you want to carve on your body, that's your business. But giving children puberty blockers and whatnot, <clears throat> that shouldn't be the case. So all this stuff is going on. And it's not just going on in California. I talk about California a lot because that's the state I'm most familiar with. Let's continue. Mr. Severino also said that the process to change information on the DOJ's website is a strenuous effort noting it clearly had to go through several layers of review. 
prior to being modified. Meaning this had to be an intentional goal. Now, I, I would really like somebody to tell me why would they remove the information I'm going to show later on or this information from the website. Okay. In a statement of July 11th, uh, Representative Anna Paulina Luna, <coughs> Republican of Florida, linked the DOJ's move to a New York Times report suggesting the Department of Health and Human Services lost contact with thousands of unaccompanied alien children who have been caught up in child smuggling and child labor operations. The DOJ specifically deleted a section that implicated the Biden administration's open border policies in correlation to the sex trafficking of children. Ms. Luna said the deleted portion read, one form of sex trafficking involved the cross-border transportation of children. In these situations, traffickers recruit and transfer children across the international borders in order to sexually exploit them in another country. The DOJ's blatant move to distance the Joe Biden's harmful policies from the global crime of sex trafficking should be no surprise to any of us who have seen the blatant sexualization and abuse of children this administration is comfortable with promoting, she added. Data from Customs and Border Protection shows uh, that around 345,000 minors have come across the U.S. border unaccompanied since 2021. Wow, that's almost half a million unaccompanied minors. Um, when Joe Biden took office. Ms. Luna noted that the development also coincides with the release of the anti-child trafficking film, Sound of Freedom, <clears throat> a movie some legacy media outlinks have painted in a negative light by trying to link it to QAnon conspiracy uh, theories. You know, I've heard a lot about, I don't even know what the heck QAnon conspiracy theories is, but I did go see Sound of Freedom. And the only thing this movie is about is this guy, um, Ballard, Tim Ballard, giving up his job as a homeland security person to try to save children that were kidnapped and put into sex slavery. That's what it's about. That, that, that is it in a nutshell. And I don't know how you get political with that or how you can get uncompassionate or anything. Anyway, Jim Caveso, uh, he's the actor and the new human trafficking action film, Sound of Freedom and Tim Ballard, a former Department of Homeland Security special agent and founder of Operation Underground Railroad speak during an interview in the Washington, excuse me, on Washington, June 21, 2023. This also preface of the Sound of Freedom release, a film that has underscored the horrific violation of human dignity by the international sex trade and the per perpetuators of it, she said. Despite the attacks, the Jim Faisal movie continues to 
top, excuse me, to top the box office and has made <clears throat> more than 45 million at the box office. This is released July the 4th. The movie largely involves around Homeland Security agent Tim Tamito Baller's relentless pursuit of child who was trafficked in Colombia. The DOJ did not respond to a request for comment at press time. Um, the Homeland Security, I mean, the Department of Justice really, they need to come out and say what's going on. I mean, they are an apparatus of the government that is supposed to be over the FBI. The FBI is the national police force that is supposed to make sure everything is okay nationally. So this is a national situation. And I can't see, I, I just cannot see any reason why this would not be something that everybody would be on board with. There was a hearing that a representative, that a, a whistleblower um, talked about this uh, situation. And I want to show this hearing. I'm going to give you this like a six minute video clip where this whistleblower is talking about what's happening with these children. Watch this. Our final witnesses, uh, Ms. Rodas, is recognized for five minutes. Good afternoon, Chairman McClintock, Ranking Member Japal, and distinguished members of the committee. It is an honor to be here. I thank you for the invitation to share my testimony. My goal is to inspire action to safeguard the lives of migrant children, including the staggering 85,000 that are missing. Today, Children will work overnight shifts at slaughterhouses, factories, restaurants to pay their debts to smugglers and traffickers. Today, children will be sold for sex. Today, children will call a hotline to report they are being abused, neglected, and trafficked. And we don't know if they're going to get the help they need. For nearly a decade, unaccompanied children have been suffering in the shadows. And I have to confess, I knew nothing about their suffering until 2021 when I volunteered to help the Biden administration with the crisis at the southern border. As part of Operation Artemis, I was deployed to the Pomona Fairplex Emergency Intake Site in California to help HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, reunite children with sponsors in the United States. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. This is why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. Now, whether it's intentional or not, it could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off of the lives 
of children. As for me, my interest is the safety of the children. I do not view this as a political issue. I view this as a humanitarian issue. I assure you, my motives are the highest and best. I want the children protected. So I want to tell you some of what I witnessed personally at the Pomona Fairplex. I saw vulnerable indigenous children from Guatemala who speak Mayan dialects and cannot speak Spanish. That means they cannot ask for help in English. They cannot help for, ask for help in Spanish. They become captives of their sponsors. I have sat with case managers as they've cried to tell me the horror of what has happened to children as they make the journey to this country. I saw apartment buildings where 20, 30, and 40 unaccompanied minors have been released. I saw sponsors trying to simultaneously sponsor children from multiple ORR sites at one time. I saw sponsors using multiple addresses to obtain sponsorships of children. And I saw numerous cases of children in debt bondage and the child knew they had to stay with the sponsor until the debt was paid. Realizing that we were not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern day slavery with wicked overlords was a terrible revelation. A terrible revelation. These children are a captive victim population with no access to law enforcement or knowledge of their rights. They are extorted, abused, neglected. And that is why I blew the whistle in 2021. I witnessed firsthand the horrors of child trafficking and exploitation. My life will never be the same after what I saw. But I have hope because I'm counting on you. It's my hope that you'll take action to end this crisis, to safeguard the lives of, most of these vulnerable children. People have asked me, you know, what can be done? What would you suggest? Well, first, I think HHS's number one priority is oversight. They must commit to oversight, transparency, and accountability. If I could wave a magic wand, this, I believe, could be quickly solved by experts in the IG community. There is a Pandemic Analytics Center of Excellence, or the PACE, as we call it. I believe if data analysts at the PACE could look at the data, children could be rescued, criminals could be prosecuted. If the PACE had access to this data, it shows where the children are and who has them. I think also we need to change the culture of speed over safety. Speed is the wrong performance measure when dealing with children. We need to revamp the vetting process of sponsors and have case managers who have investigative backgrounds, data analytics backgrounds, some certified fraud examiners. And I think we need to reimagine a system where the sponsor is the accountable party. Sponsors should be required to report to ORR. And lastly, stop retaliating against whistleblowers. Stop retaliating against the people who are trying to tell the truth to save the children. As it is written, a wise man listens to advice while a fool continues in his folly, and HHS needs to be wise to care for these children. Thank, thank you very much. Your, your time's expired. There you are, a, a whistleblower, a person whose job it was to try to help these children. So you get all these children who have 345,000 come across the, the border unaccompanied, and then we 
are releasing them to sponsors in America. And many of these sponsors turn out to be sex traffickers or people that are going to make these kids work in their fields or whatever the heck it is. This is supposed to be the United States of America. This is supposed to be the land of the free, the home of the brave. You know, and we have all this evil going on in our midst. And people act like it's not nothing happening. That tells me why Hollywood doesn't want a movie like Sound of Freedom. Like Disney. Disney would not bring that movie out. Disney, who had a picture... Uh, they have a picture of a, a grown man in a dress with a big mustache standing inside of a little kid's store. You know, Disney, who now has cartoons with transgender and LBGTQ characters on it. Disney, who's completely perverted from the original idea of family entertainment. Now, they didn't want this kind of stuff because that's not where their heart is. That's not the kind of people they're trying to attract. They, they are trying to attract folks that are opposite of that. And Hollywood has been, people talked about pedophilia running, they're running through that area for decades. So I'm not, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but I do know that Hollywood is generally a place where they want to make money. And when you have a movie that was like a $15 million budget, I think it was, 15 or $25 million, versus a movie with over a $200 million budget. And nobody wants to see this $200 million budget, but they want to see this smaller budget movie. Uh, you would think that Hollywood would say, hey, we're going to get a bigger profit by making better movies. But they weren't interested in the better movie because of the subject matter, you know. The, the the subject, I mean, just like, for example, does anybody know what the best movie was in the Academy last year or the year before? The last one I remember hearing about was something called Moonlighting, which was an LBGT movie, which I didn't watch then. And so most of these things, nobody even has a clue of what it is because it's agenda driven. Now. I want to show you what was on the website of the DOJ, what they took off the website, the information that was there to help parents and the average citizen if they were paying attention and they were concerned about this issue. Now, the reason why we would be concerned is because the news media would be telling us that we should be concerned. But the news media isn't concerned about telling us those things. The news media wants to drive us in a completely different direction. They don't want us to think about stuff like this. Let's look at the website information that was removed. Let's see here. Okie dokie. Let us see. So on this Department of Justice, this information was taken off. It was interesting. Uh, it said the quote by um, Deputy Attorney General James Cole back in 2011. Some of our most vulnerable children also face the threat of being victimized by commercial and sexual exploitation, runaways, throwaways, sexual assault victims, 
and neglected children can be recruited into a violent life of forced prostitution. That's at the bottom of page one. Let's see what it has to say here. <clears throat> Child sex trafficking. Child sex trafficking refers to the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, obtaining, patronizing, or soliciting of a minor for the purpose of a commercial sex act. Offenders of this crime, who are commonly referred to as traffickers or pimps, target vulnerable children and gain control over them using a variety of manipulative methods. Victims frequently fall prey to traffickers who lure them in with an offer of food, clothes, attention, friendship, love, and a seemingly safe place to sleep. After cultivating a relationship with the child and engendering a false sense of trust. The trafficker will begin engaging the child in prostitution and use physical, emotional, and psychological abuse to keep the child trapped in a life of prostitution. It is common for traffickers to isolate victims by moving them far away from friends and family, altering their physical appearances, or continuously moving them to new locations. Victims are heavily conditioned to remain loyal to the trafficker and to distrust law enforcement. No child is immune from becoming a victim of child sex trafficking, regardless of the child's race, age, socioeconomic status, or location. And every child involved in this form of commercial sexual exploitation is a victim right there. It lets you know that it's not just the poor child that could end up this way. Any child is vulnerable. And this is information that people should know. Now, even the rich people, they should know this. Technological advances, in particular, the Internet and mobile devices have facilitated the sex trafficking of children by providing a convenient worldwide market team channel. Individuals can now use websites and social media to advertise, schedule, or purchase sexual encounters with minors. The internet and mobile devices also allow pimps and traffickers to reach a large clientele based than in the past, which may expose victims to greater risk and dangers. Parents, you need to know what your children watch. You need to get online with their stuff. Matter of fact, there's apps you can use that will show you the history of what they're doing. When my kids were home, nothing was private. This was not a democracy, it was a dictatorship, and I checked anything I thought I needed to check. Child sex trafficking investigations present unique challenges to law enforcement and require a robust multi-jurisdictional response with multiple agencies playing a critical role in ensuring the protection of victims and effective prosecution of offenders. The method by which most traffickers identify, recruit, market, and maintain their victims results in a unique combination of sustained violence, criminal behavior, with the reluctance of victims 
and witnesses. Although interviews of sex trafficking victims frequently identify traffickers and <clears throat> other accomplishments, accomplices, some child victims may resist identifying their trafficker because of fear or other means of manipulation that the pimp has exercised over them. Uh, furthermore, the victim may only know their trafficker's street names and cannot fully identify their trafficker. Mind control. Ch child sex trafficking victims are often not recognized as victims and may be arrested and jailed. The dangers faced by these children from the traffickers, their associates, and from other customers are severe. These children become hardened by the treacherous environment in which they must learn to survive. As such, they do not always outwardly present a, as sympathetic victims. They also frequently suffer from short-term and long-term psychological effects such as depression, self-hatred, and feelings of hopelessness. These child victims also need specialized services that are not widely available uh, given they often have illnesses, drug addictions, physical and sexual trauma, lack the viability, excuse me, lack of viable family and community ties and total dependence physical <coughs> and psychological on their abusers. These people are left dependent. I mean, think about it. You bring some child from across the border, they don't know zip. And if they don't speak the language, that's even worse. And then you, you, the government, hand them over to some joker. Who are they going to run to? Who are they going to look to to take care of them? You know, they saw that this is a government thing, and the government gave them to that person. They have nothing else to look forward to. They, don't, they have no help to look at. International sex trafficking of minors. Get some more here. Uh, let's see. One form of sex trafficking involves the cross-border transportation of children. In these situations, traffickers recruit and transfer children across international borders in order to sexually exploit them in another country. The traffickers can be um, individuals working alone, organized crime groups, enterprises, or networks of criminals working together to traffic children in prostitution across country lines. Don't think Epstein's Island was the only place this stuff was happening. And like I said, the Epstein clientele, Epstein's dead, the madam is in prison, where the customers? Epstein couldn't have did all this stuff by himself. And of course, there was a ledger. They got the information. The government has it. The government has that just like I'm sure the government knows whose cocaine that was left in the White House that we may never know. Uh, excuse me. The form, this form of sex trafficking is a problem in the U.S. And Recovered victims originate uh, excuse me. Blah, 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 blah.
trying to keep this in. Okay, originate from all over the world, including less developed areas such as South and Southeast Asia, Central America, and South America, to more developed areas such as Western Europe. Once in the United States, a child may be trafficked to any or multiple states within the country. These victims are often trafficked far from home and thrown into unfamiliar locations and cultures. They may be given a false passport or other, isn't that something? False passport or other documentation to conceal their age and true identity. They may also struggle with the English language. All these factors make it extremely difficult for these children to come forward to law enforcement. Of course not. In addition, many foreign victims originate from nations that suffer from poverty, turbulent, political, and unstable economics. Children from these countries are seen as easy targets by traffickers because they face problems of illiteracy. Limited employment opportunities and bleak financial circumstances in their home country. It is not uncommon for a foreign victim to be coerced by a trafficker under false pretenses. The child is told that a better life or job opportunity awaits them in the United States. However, once in the United States, they are introduced into a life of prostitution controlled by traffickers. I'm not going to be able to finish this, but I want to get as much as I can in. Domestic sex trafficking of minors. The United States not only faces a problem of foreign victims trafficked in the country, but there is also a homegrown problem of American children being recruited and exploited for commercial sex. Under federal law, a child does not need to cross international or even state borders to be considered a victim of commercial sexual exploitation. And unfortunately, American children are falling victim to this crime within the United States. Pimps and traffickers sexually exploit children through street prostitution. And in adult nightclubs. Now, check these out. Right now, we have this drag queen story hours thing going. And one of the places they're doing it is bringing these little kids into nightclubs in the daytime. I was at a protest where they had a nightclub in Arizona where they were having a drag queen story hour and they're bringing little kids in there to watch these grown men with these fake breasts and all this stuff jiggling around, acting like women why would you bring little kids into stuff like this i mean why would that be your market audience grooming changing their mind conditioning them to accept this lifestyle as normal and something you want illegal brothels sex parties motel rooms hotel rooms and other locations throughout the united states Many recovered American victims are street children, a population of runaways or throwaway youth who often come from low-income families and may suffer from physical abuse, sexual abuse, and family abandonment issues. We have all these poor people in America right now, American citizens. 
we got thousands of citizens sitting on the streets, but we let in millions of illegals come into this country with a hope for a better life. And many of them get right to work in sex trafficking. So we're, we're letting Americans suffer and then we're bringing in new people to suffer. Where's the government in this? Where's the government in these 85,000 missing kids? This population is seen as an easy target by pimps because the children are generally vulnerable without dependable guardians and suffer from low esteem. Victims of the prostitution of children, however, come from all backgrounds in terms of class, race, geography, urban, suburban, and rural settings. Often a domestic trafficking situation, pimps will make the child victim feel dependent on prostitution for life's necessities and survivals. You don't trick, you don't eat. For example, a pimp will lure a child with food and clothes, attention, friendship, love, and a seemingly safe place to stay. After cultivating a relationship with the child and engendering a false sense of trust, the pimp will begin engaging the child in prostitution. It is also common for pimps to isolate victims by moving them far away from friends and family, altering their physical appearances, something that we've read before, or continuously moving victims to new locations. In many cases, victims become so hardened by the environment in which they must learn to survive that they are incapable of leaving the situation on their own. You get their mind control. You get them stuck. We might, we might just finish this thing. The term prostitution can elude or confuse one's understanding of this form of child sexual exploitation. It is important to emphasize that the children involved are victims. Pimps and traffickers manipulate children by using physical, emotional, and psychological abuse to keep them trapped in a life of prostitution. It is not uncommon for traffickers to beat, rape, or torture their victims. Some traffickers also use drug and alcohol to control them. Technological advances, in particular the internet, have facilitated the commercial sexual exploitation of children by providing a convenient worldwide marketing channel. That's why I say parents, watch your kids. Watch what they do and monitor their activity. Don't trust them. Individuals can now use websites to advertise, schedule, or purchase sexual encounters with minors. The internet and web-enabled cell phones also allow pimps and traffickers to reach a large clientele base that in the past, which may expose victims to greater risks and dangers. In addition, many child victims suffer from physical ailments, including tuberculosis, infections, drug addictions, malnutrition, and physical in injuries resulting from violence inflicted upon them. Venereal disease also runs rampant. Children may also suffer from short-term and learned long-term psychological effects, such as depression, low self-esteem, and feeling of hopelessness. CEO's roles. Okay, we're going to get down and we're going to be able to finish this. CEO's attorney work with um, the High Technology Investigation Unit 
the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, uh, the United States attorneys around the country and other state and local parties to investigate and prosecute cases arising under federal statute prohibiting the prostitution of children. CEO's work is not only punish and jail offenders, but also protects the right and welfare of the children involved. In addition, CEOs maintain a coordinated national level law enforcement focus and helps coordinate nationwide and international investigations and initiatives. CEOs attorney travel all over the country to conduct training for investigators, law enforcement personnel, and other involved in efforts to eradicate this crime. Moreover, CEOs, uh, things I pronounced, excuse me, design, implement, and support law enforcement agencies, legislative proposals, and policy initiatives related to federal laws prohibiting the prostitution of children. May 28, 2020. Now, there was absolutely, I read the whole thing. I wanted you to hear exactly what was on the website. There was nothing on the DOJ website that was put in there under the Trump administration that was political. This was purely informational. Informational for parents, informational for educators, informational for law enforcement officers, informational for your average citizen to understand what the heck is going on. Why did the Biden DOJ remove it? Why? You know, it, 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 we're, we're right back to where we started. We're right back to why. Why did they remove it? Why isn't that information available to the average citizen? Why are we uh, not being informed as a citizenry about the 85,000 children that are missing? And Lord knows how many American children are involved in sex trafficking. Just like in the beginning, I was asking the question, why? And I can think of no reason why the DOJ would have removed this information that I just read about sex trafficking, about the information that would alert parents, alert people, alert administrators, alert school people how to look out for this stuff. The only people that benefit by this being removed is the sex traffickers. So it begs the question, why? And we need answers. We need answers. The American people shouldn't have a Department of Justice that is not about giving justice. Just like Hollywood doesn't want us to watch Sound of Freedom because they don't want to talk about um, sexual exploitation of children. Unfortunately, this Department of Justice doesn't either. Watch your children, protect your children. Don't trust the government. Don't trust the schools because they're teaching a bunch of perversion, perverted stuff that, you, that you'd be surprised about. Look at some of my past videos. Don't trust anybody with your children that you can't trust or that you don't know for sure where their mind and their heart is because there's a lot of evil out there.
and they're all looking for an opportunity to take advantage of young minds. Think about it. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out.